In today's Complaint Corner, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and as I already mentioned, we're reviewing Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is a mouthful, and I don't want to call it that every single time. So, um, I'm just going to kick things off right away. Uh, I did not like this movie. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Okay, I was not going to do a third one of these where you were like, no, Steve, it's good, and I had to be the bad guy. No, okay, good. I'm glad. No, I, this is... Like, I wasn't excited, really, for this movie, but I was hoping that it would be all right. And it made me nostalgic for the first film. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Like, like I actually think the first Fantastic Beasts was better than this. I do. I would go that far. I, I mean, mean, not like... In the sense that the first one was a complete story and not... <laughs> okay, entire... oh my god, thank you, Steve. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was my main That was my main issue. So, alright, you have our general impressions. Uh, spoiler alert. That we're, we're, I'm not holding back anything at all, because I don't want to. <clears throat> so, um, right... Th- this movie started getting interesting right at the end. Like, the last like i don't know 20 minutes or so were like okay and i was like okay like i'm interested like basically as soon as uh grindelwald started doing his speech in the wherever the fuck they were the thunderdome (laughs) yeah his speech in the thunder thunderdome like that's where it got kind of good and i was mostly enjoying it at that point but everything before that was just like two fucking hours of spinning wheels like nothing happened Oh yeah, <laughs> like I I'm flabbergasted that you can have a film that has so many characters and so much going on, and I can walk out of the film film feeling like I didn't see anything of interest happen. Oh my god! Like, thank goodness that's how you feel because I thought I was just <laughs> stupid. I, I I'm really like I wasn't even excited, and I'm still disappointed. Like. What the fuck? You know, Adam. Here? Like, I I have to go see a lot of things for this show that I wouldn't necessarily want to go see, and I have to explain to people why I'm going to go see things, and then they'll say to me, "Why are you going to go see that if you don't want to?" And I'll say, "Well, because I have to." <laughs> and then I have to explain to them that I have to see a thing I don't want to see and give somebody my money to see that thing so that I can talk about it yep. and rip it to shreds. Yep, so that's correct. Grindelwald. I, I've sucks. had similar conversations where like people will be like, you know, like you know, have you seen any movies? And I'm like, well, I'm gonna see Fantastic Beasts next week. Oh God! And they're like, oh God! Like, what are you talking about? And it's just like, well, I have to see it. They're like, you know, same deal, same situation. Mm-hmm. And just, mm-hmm. and it, it really is annoying. Like I, and and like we've we already reviewed the first ones. So we have to keep going with this stupid review. But Adam, but, like, we're gonna Jesus. get like eight of these. <laughs> Okay, there's only three more that they've announced. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let's let's. I was let's, being uh, hyperbolic. I didn't realize there was going to be so let's many more. Let's break this down. Let's break this down for All a right. moment here. Um, so right off the first things first. Um, this movie is called Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. And I ask you, Steve, mm-hmm. what crimes did Grindelwald commit in the film? 
Hmm. Like, Excellent question. He, uh, he escaped from prison. Well, that's a crime. And he killed a person at the end. He killed uh, Letta, Letta Lestrange, like mm-hmm. the ex-girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. She died, and he killed her. Yes. And that's a crime. Yes. So those two things, those are technically speaking crimes. I mean, he orchestrated the death of those two randos and their kid, but he didn't pull the trigger on that one. So I don't know if that counts specifically. Oh yeah, I guess, I guess that, and I guess he also orchestrated the death of that weird, like, what was it, like half uh, goblin lady, half elf, I believe. Half elf is that what she was? Yes. Okay, yeah, he orchestrated her death as well. So I guess like he was kind of behind the scenes. If with a few other crimes, but like he only actually did like two things. Well, that's not even the like, part of the uh, title I take issue with. Oh no! <laughs> it's the Fantastic Beasts part. See, okay, I think that the Fantastic Beasts were the was the best part of the movie. Okay, but that's not what the movie was about. <laughs> no, there it was wasn't at one all. Chinese tiger dragon lion thing. Yeah, and which was a cool. kappa was it. in one scene, and that fucking yep. mole that like shiny things, and the twig were back. But none of those things yep. were important. And don't don't forget the uh, kelp. <clears throat> excuse me, the kelp horse yes, that was only horse. in the the introductory introductory scene yes. and never seen again. Or the uh, giant wide-eyed uncanny valley cats. Yes, those. Oh things yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But those, those are those. Are I, cool. I feel like this these movies now. I've only had two, so I can't be positive of this pattern yet. But it seems like they're just trying to squeak in animals like more mythic things when they can. Well, there's a phoenix too, I guess. They're sticking oh, those oh, things wait, in there. wait, don't forget the um, eye worm thing. Oh, yes, of course. The water dragon <laughs> parasite. How could I have forgotten? It's like <laughs> yeah, it has a so. weird obligation to stick in beasts because they made the mistake of making the first movie kind of about that. And they don't want to tell that story, but they've ham-fisted themselves into making it about those stupid animals, even though they can't. Yeah. So every once in a no, while, I they agree. have to sprinkle them in there to remind you that, oh, yeah, this is a Fantastic Beasts and colon and movie I, I honestly i don't know about you steve but i would rather the film actually be about fantastic oh yeah that's beasts. i would have preferred that like i would have i would love to watch like i like newt he's a oh, likable okay. character no newt sucks i, I want to talk about newt oh, okay now. We'll, we'll get back uh, okay. to your animal no, thing wait in a hold, right, on, right, hold right, on hold on right, hold right. on let's focus on the one thing at a time sorry so okay i personally i kind of like newt like he's no harry potter but like i he's a he's fine he's a perfectly fine i like having a protagonist that doesn't fit the traditional protagonist uh mold like he's very non-traditional and that's what i like about him but anyway that's fuck i'm getting distracted um i like newt and i would love to have a film with him traveling around the world finding and protecting fantastical beasts like maybe you could introduce like poachers and they could be like the villains of this potential movie and that sounds infinitely more interesting than this other story we're getting which is basically trying to do 11 things at once and not doing any of them well or even to completion or yeah or even to completion like i'm okay uh I'm, i'm i was racking my brain earlier today I think that the only two things that in any way have, like, I don't want to say a conclusion, but, like, a satisfying, quote-unquote, end is uh, Queenie, uh, she joins the dark side, Mm -hmm. and um, Newt decides that he wants to, like, like, he picks a side. He decides that he wants to be involved in actively fighting against Grindelwald. Oh, and I guess Letta dies, uh, and that's like literally the only satisfyingly 
conclusive things that happen in this movie. That's it. Everything else is just completely like, you know, sequel baiting. Everything. It's just sequel baiting. It's mm-hmm. just setting up for things that we haven't seen yet and will not see for at least a few years. And yes. like I hate that. I this hate is, that This is Fantastic Beasts Part One movie two or whatever, yeah. yes. Yeah, it, it is. Like the first film, like like was its own self contained story. You can watch the movie and you can enjoy it without like having to worry about seeing the sequels or anything like that. This film is not that at all. You cannot watch this movie as its own standalone thing and be satisfied because nothing, almost nothing, is. I mean, essentially nothing happens. Is like done. Like, yeah, nothing happens. It's just like introducing a bunch of characters. So many characters. So many are characters. In this movie. Like, like it's it became difficult for me to pay attention to who was doing. Oh my god! What There's an entire brute squad of people at the end of this thing, and it's like, holy shit, man! I did not come for any of these people. So, like, just to like break some of those down. Well, hang on, no, so... no, you had your turn. I want to talk ah, about fine. Newton now. Go, yeah, you're right. You, you weren't right, even talking ahead. about beasts like you were gonna. I was. I got distracted. You're right. All right. Go ahead. I want Steve. to talk about Newt. I hate. Go Newt. ahead. You don't like Newt? Okay. No. Here's why I don't like Newt. Because he's so goddamn squirrely. I understand what they're going for. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't understand people, but animals. Yeah. Those I can trust. I get it. I understand this whole, like, goofy druid thing they're going for. But holy shit, would you look up? Like, goddammit. <laughs> I cannot – every conversation he has with anybody, I'm like, I'm in that other person's shoes, and I just want to grab him by the chin and lift his head up. Like, I am talking <laughs> to you. Look at me. <laughs> You know? Oh my god. No, I actually I, I, I get it. And especially especially when they do the flashback thing of him in school and he's exactly like that. Like, okay, yes! I know that was like the, the I worst get it. one. Oh People are awkward. I get it. Trust me. But it's like, <laughs> holy shit, I can't root for this guy because I actively want him to lose. Yeah. Like no, I don't I want mean, him to I die. I just far. want I don't things want him to happen to, lose. to him. I just want him to nut the fuck up. Well, yeah. Like, I just want him to be like, "Come on, man. Like you can do this. Like you're way more capable than you think you are. Yeah, just you're like, the get accidental it done. hero of this universe. Act like it." Yeah, exactly. It's like, I just I want him to get a little bit of confidence. So I don't have to like watch him awkwardly stare at the like, ground. Yes. <laughs> the worst the worst with this was with Tina. I don't remember I don't know why I know her name. You know, generic love interest. Yes, female. Uh, Got um, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the female one. Um the worst with this is so she's pissed at him mm-hmm. because she thinks that he is engaged. Mm-hmm. He is not engaged. They spend more than half of the film oh my God. with her being pissed at him. I know. And all he needs to do is just tell her He's not engaged. <laughs> that that oh, yeah, would like, solve okay, the problem. In the, first, like, in the first, like, 20 minutes or whatever, they address that problem, you know? And, like, he goes on this whole little quest basically exclusively for her because he wasn't going to go do any rest of this shit. He basically just wanted to go find her, right? Like, that's a main yeah, factor. That was, that, that was the main motivating yeah, factor. Yeah, and he yes. finally gets there, and it's like he doesn't immediately say it. And it's like this is not a fucking episode of Friends. This is not people, like, skirting around the issue instead of talking about it. Normal people would address these problems post-haste, and there would have been no conflict. And you know what really cheeses my onions is that the movie could have ended without a lot of bullshit because had um, – what's what's her name? I'm sorry. You told me what it was. Tina. Tina. Her name is Tina. Had Tina and Newt not had their five-minute staring-into-each-other's-eyes conversation about goddamn salamanders. 
If they hadn't have done that and they just addressed the problem, they would have got to the information vault thingy before that other lady. She would not have come. They would not have gone to the tombs together. The black guy would have killed what's-his-nuts, and the movie would have been over. Yeah, no, it's true. Which would have okay, been a much more it, better ending. It, like, speaking of, like, the tomb and the going to the the information, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this that dump that we got? Such, yeah. Okay, this movie spends such an incredibly long time trying to, like, a stat, like, trying to solve a mystery that, A, I don't care about, mm -hmm. and, and B, shouldn't be that difficult to solve. Like, like, <laughs> why? Why is this such a, like, all I need to do is go to the vault. Why didn't they do that in the first ten minutes? Like, how difficult is it for them to walk into a place? They they, they just they just need to just walk in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they can find the answer. And it's like, dude, like, why didn't – why? Like, okay, so they go to the, the, the ministry vault, and then it's just like, oh, no, all the records are moved. And it's like, okay, then we're going to go to the other place. It, could, it should take all of 30 minutes. Like, like, I just don't understand. And also, holy shit, I do not give a flying fuck who Credence's parents are. Oh my god, care. not even a little. I don't care. He, like, I think he's an okay character. Like, like he's mildly interesting. I like that he has weird magic powers, like the Obscurious or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of neat. He only uses it once in this movie, but yep. it's kind of neat. Fine, whatever. Like, I don't mind the idea of him, of everyone being after him because he has these powers, because he's, like, the only Obscurious that, like, lived as long as he has, because, like, usually they die when they're young. Yes, because teen angst is faithful, is, uh, you know, lethal for... Yeah. Goddamn yeah. wizard. So, fine. I, I could totally be okay with, like, Grindelwald being obsessed with finding him because he has all this power. That's perfectly fine. I have no issue with that. What I have an issue with is, like, making it this huge deal who his parents are when it shouldn't matter. It's not important. It's important to him, sure, but it's not. it shouldn't be important to anybody else. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they really like, did set that whole thing up like it was the grand reveal, like the entire story was leading there, and it's like, but ultimately what's changed nothing like who cares who his parents were especially since there wasn't even actually who the whole movie like okay not the whole movie the la the one big text dump in a graveyard told us it was oh and they God. were basically just like psych never mind you know yeah it they spend the entire movie that making you think that he's a lestrange that he's like this mm -hmm. mis mysterious other lestrange brother yep. or whatever which not even the whole movie like like the the middle chunk because yeah, the, the middle chunk. she was like yeah. adamantly denying her brother was dead and it's like oh okay so it's him i guess who cares yeah. moving on yeah i guess and so yeah they spend like a, a good chunk of time making you think it's going to be this other ba strange baby or whatever mm -hmm. and and then it's just and then it's like oh no it's not yeah. and i'm just like okay <laughs> like like i don't I don't care. <laughs> like, like, I just, I don't think I can reiterate that enough. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's not important, and they treat it like it's the most important thing that's ever happened. This movie is so full of itself. It's so oh, convinced yeah. Dude. Oh, that, my God. like, you want to know who he is, and I don't. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. Well, it's, it's extra crazy because this movie, like, is filled to the brim with side people doing side things. And it's just so damn proud of itself of this like ensemble that it's created. And it's just like, and here's the interesting backstory for this person and this person. It's like if you sat like a like a freshman year high school creative writing student down and they kind of had a story they wanted to tell, but they sucked at pacing. 
and they just really <laughs> wanted to like exposit all over you the information they think you want to know is like if it was like you know this isn't like a thing that's been spanned over 10 episodes where like some build-up they just wanted you to know right away how clever they were and they just mm -hmm. boom here's a mm -hmm. flashback telling you all about this guy's stuff five seconds after you've met him and here's why you care you know like, like the, especially took... especially those goddamn Lestranges. Those Lestranges yes, were that's the all worst over the place in this movie, and I could not care less. Especially, <laughs> and I'm confused about things about that. Not in this movie, but for the grand scheme of Harry Potter. But I want to get back to that at the so end. So am I. The thing that bothers me about this is that okay, so what's her face? Uh, female is in France doing whatever she's oh. doing, and she goes to the circus, yeah. and Nagila or Nagini or whatever is there, and N we're going to get to that it's later. A, yeah, oh man, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, Go ahead. but that's happening, and they both work at, and Cletus and her work at the circus, and whatever, that's fine. But then this black fellow shows up, and he's like, hey, information is this direction, and the plot goes that way, and then he locks them up, and Newt comes to save her, and he locks him up too, and wizards can apparently just be caught in traps, whatever. Yep. Even though the opening of this show, and indeed Harry Potter as a whole, has shown us there is literally nothing a wizard cannot do. But apparently opening a door okay. is beyond their See, power. Like, what, what really messes with my head with that, I just, as a, I just before we move on, just a quick thing. It really messes with my head that the wizards can't break out of that stupid locked room that they're in, but the tiny little grass creature can break them out. Yes, Groot like, can it's do it, like, though. If 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 that yeah if if Groot Junior can like break them out then why the fuck can't they per perform any kind of magic to get themselves out? I mean like, there has why... definitely been an unlock spell in Harry Potter before because Hermione. Alohomora. Yes, it's that literally one. the name. I mean of the, the spell. one dude did like you know zorp their wands out of their hands or whatever. Which there should also be ways to prevent that from happening. You should be not be able to have your wand removed from your hand if you don't want it to. Akio wand. Yeah, like, that's I just, bullshit. Like... How do you lose any fights then? It's just whoever does that spell first. But whatever, I digress. The point is that he locks them up, and then he has, like, a evil bad guy heart attack or something that he just, like, you know, his eyeball mutant is getting the best of him, which <laughs> somehow kills him, kind of. Also, he was putting eye drops in his eyes. I'm not clear what that was about. I don't think it was yeah, ever touched I... down again. It was just an excuse to get that uh, that thing in there, the, yeah, the ooky spooky tentacle monster in there. <laughs> it was such a strange yeah. turn so, of events. So that happens. And then yeah. we got to meet um, uh, uh, whatever the guy who – Nicholas Flamel. Got to meet Nicholas yes. Flamel. Whatever. Fun yes. nod, I guess. Fine. And then the black guy escapes, and then they all meet up together, and it's like, aha, I am the Lestrange's half-brother who has – from a different mother but the same father or, – or no, all the way around. Same mother, different <laughs> father. And yes. also, uh, he never loved you, but also he sent you away because he had a son. But also, you swapped those sons. Aha! Surprise! That <laughs> other one that you thought is dead is not dead, but in like, fact is alive, and it's a Dumbledore okay. surprise! If if they wanted to do that story, that, that she tells at the end. Multiple stories. stories. No, but I'm talking about specifically the strange thing. Oh, okay. Where you've, like, where, you know, all of what you just said, you know, like, you know, secret, you know, there's, yeah. like, three different siblings, and they all yep. have different mothers and yep. fathers, and, like... You know, all of that, all of that. If you wanted to do that, you should sprinkle that along throughout the film. Like, they should not dump all of it on you at the very end. No, that was because some amateurish it's too much. writing. It's, it's too much. It's, like, I can't even fucking follow what the hell's going on. Yeah, I like, actually like, didn't it's... follow that whole transaction until after I left the theater and I thought about it. I was like, okay, how is everybody related again? So, like, like for example, the black guy. He should – we should know who he is – 
at his introduction when he when he speaks to Tina the the girl when mm-hmm. he speaks to her and like tells her why he's hunting credence he should actually tell her why he's hunting credence he should tell her his part of the story how his mom was basically like mind raped and then actually raped by this Lestrange guy and he thinks that credence might be his son mm-hmm. there you go there's there's one part of the story and like you can kind of get used to the idea of what the hell we're talking about like early on so it's not all dumped on you at the very fucking end of the movie like you know he should have explained it there then later when like fucking uh i can't think of her name letta like the one who dies letta is talking to newt's brother and he's just like you know we just have to check the records you know maybe he is your brother then she should explain her part of the story and say no 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 it's not it's not it's not my brother because my brother is dead because i switched things or whatever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or maybe he drowned in such because he drowned or something you know like like there are maybe that's not the best point to do that exactly i don't know the well point there is... couldn't have been much worse times to do it than all at once in one ginormous expositional dump and then they were like the worst part is that they tell this story and they're like here's the reveal and then seconds later they're like psych here's the twist like we didn't even have a chance to get comfortable with the fake story yet yeah like yes that like credence should have been convinced that he was cletus for a chunk of time mm-hmm. and then they could pull the rug out from under him and and it's like no 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 you're that's that's a bunch of bullshit yeah. too surprise you're you dumbledore I mean? yeah and okay let's talk about let's talk about dumbledore the the surprise so okay i'm not like i used to be a bit a potter fan i'm not the biggest fan in the world i don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of absolutely everything but i do know dumbledore's history dumbledore has a brother mm-hmm. and a sister mm-hmm. his sister died when they were young yep and there is no other brother and there's no time to be another brother because then Dumbledore's mom dies and then Dumbledore's father goes to Azkaban. Like, okay. I was actually going to ask you, I know we met a Dumbledore brother in like the seventh or eighth movie or whatever. Yes. But it wasn't, there was a brother. No, it was not this guy. This is a, another secret brother that has never been mentioned or in any way referenced. Well, that makes it stupid. Never mind. Yeah. It's even more stupid than you thought it might have been. Yes, because before I was like, okay, so at the end of all this, we know Cl- uh, Cl- uh, Cletus, whatever, that guy. Uh, uh, Cl- uh crap, okay, I him forgot it. Him doesn't, Credence. doesn't die or anything because we see him in the movie. But if it's not <coughs> even him, it's actually no. just some random jack-off who also happens to be a Dumbledore. And so, and oh, I've seen a lot of people online saying that uh, Grindelwald was lying. Grindelwald was lying when he told Credence that, because obviously that's not possible, given what we know. Mm-hmm. And honestly, either way, they're screwed. Either way, I hate it. Mm-hmm. If Grindelwald was lying, then it was a cheap fake out, and I hate it, mm-hmm. because they ended the movie on that note, <laughs> literally yep. the final scene. So, like... If you when you end the movie like that, and then in the next movie or maybe the movie after, you're just like, nope, fake out again. Oh well, you, you know, know how these movies love fake, their fake out. Outs. Then I would hate it because it's just like, no, you can't pull that kind of shit. And if it's true, and if Dumbledore, it is Dumbledore's secret brother, then apparently Harry Potter is a fucking soap opera now because everyone just has yeah, secret I'm fucking brothers. Yeah, I'm starting to think J.K. Rowling might of. not be good at writing. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I I I have to agree. I think that the main problem with this film, like. 
the number one issue was the script. Like, and that's what she wrote. That's uh-huh. what she contributed. She wrote the script, like, completely on her own. It wasn't a, her story written by someone else. Right. It was written by her. It was all her. Which and, I have to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but I have no, to say, okay. Go ahead. as far as, like, movie goes, I don't think anybody acted their parts poorly. You know? Actually, like, I, mean, I was going to say Given the what they were, had to work with. I, I actually think that, like... Pretty much everybody that I can – pretty much everybody I thought did a good job acting their roles. Like, you know, every – like literally the real standouts for me were – I actually really liked Johnny Depp. I yeah, I have to say I thought uh, I thought Grindelwald <clears throat> was pretty good as far as, uh, you know, psychotic villainy goes. So, yeah, I, I actually – I really liked Grindelwald. I thought he was he was uh, appropriately menacing. Mm-hmm. I, thought he was, I thought he was played really well. I really liked Grindelwald. I also – Really liked Dumbledore. I thought Jude Law did a really good job. I'm a little bit annoyed that he's barely in the movie. He's in like what five scenes? Yeah, it wasn't until like the hour mark we actually saw Hogwarts, and it's like, oh yeah, these are Harry Potter movies. Yeah, exactly, and it's dumb. But like, so yeah, I I really like uh, basically everybody. But the real standouts for me are Jude Law and Johnny Depp, and that makes it all the more frustrating because it's like I would rather just watch that movie about them specifically mm-hmm. or i'd rather watch the movie about the fantastic boost the fantastic beasts excuse me specifically but when you combine everything into one gigantic mess of a movie nothing is satisfying everything is is just awkward and weird mm-hmm. and one moment you have uh, you have people literally murdering toddlers and yep. the next minute oh yeah this happened a lot in this movie it got dark a couple times of, it really uh, did. A lot of a, moita. There was a lot of like really dark moments in this. Like there were several baby deaths, like <laughs> yep. many of them, mm-hmm. as in more and than like, one. And like you know, you have that one minute, and then you have you know Newt jingling a little you know ball thing yep. to entertain a Chinese dragon, not dragon, or like tiger dragon monster thing. thing. <laughs> like it's just there's this disconnect. There's this tonal disconnect between everything that's going on. I, I, in a weird way, you know what this movie reminds me of? This movie reminds me of the Avengers if you didn't do any of the Avengers movies beforehand. <laughs> like, it, it's like where you have all of these different characters of very different backgrounds coming together and it doesn't work because you don't know these characters. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's awkward as fuck, and there's all and it's it's just janky and disconnected, yep. and it's there's bizarre. really no uh, emotional hang up on any of these characters. Especially, I mean, um, I think the one they were trying to tug the heartstrings with the most was actually uh, the the mind reading one. What the hell's her name? Oh, uh, Queenie. Queenie. Queenie yeah. Is okay, name. so she was kind of in the first one, but to like a really really unsubstantial degree. Yeah, and in this she one, wasn't they're like trying to do thing. like the whole like, oh, she's gone to the dark side, Luke. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, all right, but she's not that important. Not really. I mean, no. like and the also, muggle guy whose name I forgot. I think it's Jake or something. It's Jake, right? Does that sound right? Uh, Jacob. Jacob, I think. Okay, whatever. Him. Whatever. I like him a lot. And it's, you know, I get where they're coming from with him and, and her story. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't care if she leaves because she's not <laughs> important. <laughs> No, I, I completely agree. He – and I like Jacob too. I, I liked him more in the first movie, but yeah. I like Jacob too. And that really – what that's another thing that really bothers me. He does nothing in this movie at all. Nope. He's just a passenger. He's just along for the ride. Yep. Yep. He has no 
agency other than I want to find Queenie. And that's it. There's nothing yep. more going on Well, they just need to get the band back together. That was... He contributes nothing. Not once does he do anything of value. You could literally remove him from the movie and just mention that the reason Queenie is here is because she wants to get married, and it would be the same movie. Nothing would change. Mm, yep, really. pretty much. Pretty much. And likewise, um, Nagini... You could literally remove from the movie. Okay, well, I want to circle back around to characters that were set up exclusively for plot things in the future. Oh, Because okay, I want to talk sure. about Nagini for sure. But okay, I want to the one that I want to talk about specifically is the one that, for me, opens the most questions. And that is um, the Lestrange one. Oh, uh, Letta, I think her okay, name is? Okay, her. Yeah. Whatever. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, the one who dies. Yes. Right? So, yeah. okay. So they clearly set it up where... She was obviously crushing on Newt this whole time, and for some reason, wound up with his brother. I can't explain that to you, but that's what happened. Yeah. So they had yeah. this really awkward sexual tension the whole movie, which is not going to get paid off, because he's already got his weird flapper girl girlfriend already. So there's that's not happening, but they still subjected us to it for some reason. I feel bad for the brother, honestly, because he had no shot, but... It's like, okay, so they made her Lestrange, and it's really annoying when they use the Harry Potter names from the other things, or I'm supposed to try to remember who was who. I know who Bellatrix Lestrange was, but there's an awful lot of weird names in Harry Potter. I'm having trouble keeping track of all of them. But I know that Lestrange that was a bad guy. She was working with Voldemort there, possibly on his dick. Who's to say? But that was definitely a bad lady, Tech, right? Uh, as, a quick, as a quick insert here, technically speaking, canonly, Yes, she was on his dick. Oh, well, Just, good. Thank you for clearing that up for me. I, I, I hate that I, I – this because they have a kid. Gross. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Does it have, like, a nose? <laughs> yes, yes. She has a nose. Oh, neato. Anyway, um, I'd like to point out that uh, they – her and the brother were not married. Right? No, True? they were not married. So that's why her name was still Lestrange, because she was not married and did not take this fella's name. Okay? Because it would yes. be Scamander then. Yes. Yet, Bellatrix Lestrange exists in the future, and she can't be a sister because this happened in 1927, and Harry Potter movies takes, r roughly speaking, now times. So that would make her, like, I don't know, like a hundred. And Bellatrix does not look that old. So that means that must be a daughter or some other kind of relative. Which yeah. means that, so but Bellatrix... since this lady died, she can't have kids, and you can't do the old chestnut of she got knocked up before she died because she's the one that died, not him. And you can't say, okay, he remarried and had another kid somewhere else because his name isn't Lestrange, hers is. So how did Bellatrix get born? Uh, the only thing I can think of is that there's another Lestrange that we are unaware of. Unless, like... of course, that Cletus is in fact a Lestrange and he got it on with a snake, and that made a... Bellatrix a strange baby bringing it all full circle. Well, is... no, the Bella. Okay, as a quick thing, Bellatrix Lestrange was not born in Lestrange. She married into the Lestrange uh, family. I don't remember what she was originally, but oh, like, okay, she well then never is... mind. I retract so my complaint. She married some guy, some dude whose name I don't know because I can't remember. Well, that and still opens was... <laughs> the question of who the Lestrange kid is because we saw. Yeah, the no, family I mean tree. it doesn't really change anything. I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. I was reading about it earlier today. I was trying to make sense of this movie, so I was trying to like remember, like read through and remember what the fuck was going on. But I clearly didn't read enough because this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. And like, oh, and another thing, uh, McGonagall, she's around in the uh, the, the in previous sections. 
Yeah, in in 1927, when she should be like either dead or an infant. I mean, like, she was like young, but she has to be old enough to be a teacher, right? So she's got to be like what, like 30? <laughs> at least, at least 20, at yeah. minimum. Yeah. So I mean, that makes her like super fucking old in the Harry yeah, Potter she's movies. like what 90 something when she's when she's with Harry in the future like I, I mean, don't fucking think so maybe even like, older. like that's a bunch of bullshit like I could believe Dumbledore because we know he lived to a very old age he was like what like 115 or something when he died I mean, something so, old like that yeah I seem to remember something like that but like we know McGonagall's age we know she wasn't alive and yet she's in this movie for like those couple of seconds uh, maybe it's a different for McGonagall. Some reason. Maybe this is a, a parent uh, McGonagall. There you go. There. there we have an we have an explanation. Perfect. Also, apparently uh, <laughs> Dumbledore me. is not headmaster in this thing. He's defense against the Dark Arts teacher because Harry yep. Potter will waste no opportunity to blow its load all over defense against the Dark Arts teachers. So, of course he has to be that. <laughs> Dude, there were so many moments in this movie where it was just like it it felt like like uh like it's just fan service. That's all it was. Well, yeah. It was just fucking yeah. fan service. Like it was like, like you know, Hogwarts mm -hmm. defense against the dark arts. Boggart, Nagini, mm -hmm. Nicholas Flamel. Yep, yep, it's just yep, like yep. you know, like it was basically nine. like Do the seven remember? Star Wars, except that it wasn't good. Yeah, it remind. Yeah, it does. It reminds me of Star Wars, but like it reminds me of like I don't know Rogue One. Remember how in Rogue One, like they had like those two guys who attack Luke in the bar, yep. and they just show up. The hot fella and the pig face man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Actually, if you want to know, their names are Doctor Evazan and Panda Bababa. I didn't, Panda, but no, thank Panda you. Baba. <laughs> You're welcome. You tell me, one of those fellas but, is a doctor? Yeah, the, the the pig face guy is a doctor. A doctor, in what? <laughs> he like mad science basically mad science okay yeah like he like performs like awful experiments on people oh well he's it seems like That's he should have gotten wanted. more backstory than before we cut his arm off but whatever job job it for another day so, yeah, i'm sorry you were matter. saying <laughs> um what i don't even remember oh yeah i was just saying that this movie is just like just banging you over the head with with fan service yeah. and almost none of it is earned nope and it's just like okay the only one that i like i did like seeing hogwarts again Mm -hmm. I liked Dumbledore just being in the movie. I thought he was really cool. I uh, I didn't absolutely hate Nicholas Flamel. It kind of confused me a little bit because, like, who the fuck was that person he talked to? In oh, his little, I have like, no thing? idea. And was that person alive, like a like a like a Skype thing, or was that a dead person in a painting and he was talking to the? Painting? I don't know. I have no idea what that situation. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. It was really strange. Also, there seems but... to be some kind of bigger prophecy thing going on here. They keep talking about that goddamn poem, but like. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's what yes. he was all upset about. He was like, oh, my God, they're going to fulfill the prophecy. What do I do? And she's like, you have to go out there. And he's like, I haven't seen action in 200 years. And it's like, okay, clearly they all know something is up, but we as the audience don't get to know, I guess. Yeah. Because they're saving it for the like, third or fourth did I Did I miss a memo somewhere? What the fuck is this poem that they're talking about? I don't know. I thought for sure it was just something I didn't remember from the first movie or something. But No, I, it okay. wasn't. All right. No, because, no, I mean, they kind of they just... read a bit of it. Because the black guy and Dumbledore talk about it, and or and the Ministry guy talk about it, and they're like, uh, you know, I am the avenging guy, and you're the bad guy, and crying maiden, and whatnot. And it's like, okay, obviously this is supposed to be like some sort of like biblical prophecy of something bad happening in poem form, and it must be important because everybody knows about it, including okay, our old I... buddy Nicholas Flamel, apparently. 
So, okay. Oh, did you see the sorcerer's quick, stone in the background As a there? quick thing. As a quick thing. Um, if you don't know, George R.R. R. Martin and J.K. Rowling have a quiet, unspoken feud. They do not like one another at all. Like, especially especially uh, George R.R. R. Martin, because J.K. Rowling is, like, convinced that she's God's gift to fiction, and like and that like her you know Harry Potter series or is like one of the greatest fantasy series of all time, and George R. R. Martin is convinced that that's a bunch of fucking bullshit, and the only and that the only reason anyone gives a shit about Harry Potter is because it's made for kids and it got a lot of kids interested in fantasy. Well, that's, that's probably like, true. I mean, I agree with Martin in this one, but that's beside the point. The whole uh, poem thing reminded me so much of the. Uh, Oh goodness, what's it called? The Azor Ahai um, prophecy in um, Game of Thrones in in the Song of Ice and Fire, and I am wondering if it was maybe Rawlings' attempt to do something like that of having a bizarre prophecy that has that's like very uh, what's the word vague and can, well, like, cryptic prophecies are nothing ways. new to fantasy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but it just like I don't know. It just reminded me a lot of it, so. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's J.K. Rowling trying to, uh, you know, stick one to George. That's happened before, so I wouldn't be terribly surprised. But anyway, sorry, moving on from the stu- – I didn't like the fucking prophecy at all. I didn't understand what they were talking about. Like there was one point in the movie like with Dumbledore where like the prophecy the, – the ministry guy is just like, so you've heard of the prophecy – and Dumbledore is just like, yes, of course I've heard of the prophecy. Yes, I've read this very famous poem book thing. Everyone's read it, obviously. And, like, and like I was just like, so are you guys going to, like, fucking talk about it or say it? Like, where where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Cotton, Cotton Eye Joe. Joe. What the yes. fuck is this? Thank you, Adam. What the fuck is this prophecy, man? Okay, well, I need to know. I think, what's, like, I think what... what's weird about it, it's like it's supposed to be, like, this shared knowledge that everybody seems to have. Like, everyone seems to have read it as part of, like, Wizarding 101 or something. But, like... As far as I am to understand, it's just like a poem. No one thinks it's actually real, except for apparently people who know it is. But everyone just thinks it's not, you know, it's not the case. And if I walked up to you on the street, Adam, and I was like, hey, have you ever read the Poem of Power? <laughs> or a Song of Power, whatever the fuck. It's, it's the poem about rock, paper, scissors. You ever read that? Uh, no, I have How could not. you not, Adam? It's a story about prophecies. <laughs> like... I just find it difficult to believe that everybody has read this one poem, or at least all the main characters have. It's yeah, that's I think not it's, believable. I I just don't understand what like we need more context on what that is. Oh, speaking of more context on what things are, um, why did they not ex- like that weird little crystal thing that has Dumbledore's? Oh and, yeah, the uh, blood, Grindelwald's blood, uh, whatever thing. Yeah. Why that 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 was literally in like the first opening scene yeah, of the film. Yeah, it was very important apparently. And they didn't tell us what it was until the last or second to last scene of the film. Yep. That's just bad screenwriting. Yeah. Like I'm obviously I, I, I'm never not heard of Chekhov's gun before. I I'm not gonna care about a uh, MacGuffin. If I don't know what it does or what it's what mm-hmm. it's for, its significance. Yeah, it's never shown to have any power of any kind. So yeah, it's... it doesn't. Yeah, I have no idea what it does. Like for the majority of the film, I have no idea what it does. And at the end, I find out. Oh, 
it's like a blood pact yeah okay that they, that they made where they won't physically fight one yeah another. see it's weird because okay. they have definitely done that whole unbreakable vow thing which another thing let's well, really quick diversion the they uh newt says offhandedly that uh or i guess both her him and the lady said that the <coughs> scars on the black guy's arm are systematic of a unbreakable vow which they never touched on that again but oh yeah i forgot about that yeah but whatever and uh, oh wait no no wait they totally did i'm sorry he mentioned that his father on his deathbed like made him vow oh, okay. to take revenge well, okay. that was it got it got That's it, got what it. it all right fine fine i i retract that complaint then but um, <laughs> I mean, don't worry but we they, have plenty but, of others but the but, yeah. uh, unbreakable vow thing exists so what's that difference between that and a blood pact I don't know. Nothing apparently, or, or except the that thing. the blood pact know. apparently has some sort of magical brooch that you're supposed to be able to destroy, I guess, to undo it. And how come Grindelwald got to keep it? How come they didn't both get one? Excellent question, Steve, that I cannot answer because this movie doesn't make any sense nope. and the rules aren't established. Nope. But while like, we're on, I don't, while we're on I don't uh, Dumbledore it. and Grindelwald, can we talk about uh, how they are definitely gay lovers? Oh, they absolutely <laughs> are. I mean... I thought that they made it pretty obvious in the scene with the mirror, but like, yeah, well, I mean, they're... yeah, with that too. But the, uh, he was talking to the, Dumbledore was talking to the Ministry guy, and he's like, "We were closer than brothers." And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, that too. I forgot about that." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, get you it. were as close as brothers. We were closer than brothers, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Who's mm-hmm. receiving?" Yeah, and I'm sorry, that's yeah, terrible. and then they were doing that thing in the mirror where they're doing the blood pact, and it looked very sexual. And it's like, "Oh, okay, it, it they're did. they're." Got it, got it. I mean, I have no problem yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't that, care. But it's I just... do wish that if they're going to do that, they should do it. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't beat around the bush. Don't. Oh, like, well, that's the reveal it. for the next one, I'm sure. Or, you oh, know what? Yeah, no. I'm sure. Actually, no. I bet you're right. I bet they're not actually going to explicitly say that. They're just going to leave that up to our interpretation because I don't think they want to, you know, say Dumbledore wanna... is gay. Yeah, they don't want to. We know he is because that was know, confirmed canon people. later. But I feel like in the movies, they're just not going to say it. And I don't know how you feel about that. I don't really care either way, personally, because I don't think it affects I don't really the care story, really. But well, I, I just, I'm just bothered by the fact where it's like, if you're going to have a gay character, have a gay character. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, don't almost do it. Like, like I just feel like it's a, it's a little bit disrespectful because you're trying to, like, keep everybody happy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to keep the, you know, the gay people happy and the non-gay people are just like, it's not in the movie. It's not made, ex- it's not made clear, so it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, bull, and it's just, it just, it just strikes me as... Disingenuous? Disrespect, is dis, is disrespectful. And, like, it's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to have your cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, either you do this or you don't. You can't halfway do it. Right. And I don't anyway. really care that he's gay or whatever. I just would have liked. I don't care know, either way. I just it's but whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. So there's. That. I don't think that, I totally don't think they're going to address it in, like in any real way though. No. And that kind of it might me. never come up again. It's kind of like okay, actually. So, hang on. Do you remember in um in Gotham? How much of Gotham have you seen? I've seen most most of the first season. Okay, well then I feel like I shouldn't maybe spoil this for you, but I will. Uh, Riddler and Penguin ahead. are kind of gay. Riddler and Penguin are kind of guy. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, That's interesting. but in the third season, they just kind of drop it, and they never really touch on it again. <laughs> and they just kind of pretend like they've been buddies this whole time. And I think maybe it made some people uncomfortable because these established non-gay characters with, like, actual lineage in the world were just, like, you know, rewritten as such. And they were like, well, that's not my Riddler, and they just kind of took it out quietly. 
we might get something similar to that depending on how this goes over. But they were a little I less think overt about it. might be about right about it. that. They might, like, like, this was the closest they came to, like, addressing it. Mm-hmm. And they probably won't touch on it again, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. But well, whatever. Well, we'll see. So let's talk about Nagini now. Oh, yay. So, okay. I didn't need Nagini. that. What? I didn't need that. I, you didn't need this Nagini? whole thing. I didn't need. <laughs> no, I agree. So, first of all, she has no reason to be in the story. She's just like hanging around with credence. Yes, and she has no reason to be there. Whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly. Second, all this does is muddy the history of Nagini. All I needed to know about Nagini was it was a really big snake, and it was it was it was Voldemort's snake, right? And he, he made it a Horcrux, and yep. then it was killed. Like, yep. think about this: that that girl, you know, that innocent, sweet-looking yep. girl that we saw mm-hmm. is beheaded by Neville Longbottom. Yeah. Well, it's extra messed up because know she's that. clearly not a bad guy, but at some point she's going to become a really bad guy. You know, and I just. Like, like, okay, the, it's extra dumb because she was actively trying to discourage Credence from going with Grindelwald, which means she has some sort of moral compass telling her this is a bad. Don't do a bad. But then she's going to join up with Voldemort, who's, like, basically the same as far as philosophy goes. So it's like, you know, what what made her change her tune? All I needed, like, like you were saying, is, okay, it's a snake, and maybe it's magical, so maybe, I don't know if it's speaking parcel tongue all the time, or maybe it can just talk. I don't really care. It's just his snake, and he made a, a Horcrux. Now, you have the extra dimension of not only is it a person in previous lives cursed to be a snake, but now it's basically like a pet. So, like, Voldemort just has, like, a human pet in snake yep. form. And that's yep. very... And yes, Neville did cut it in half. But that's very, very odd. Also, it's extra sucky because she was apparently in, uh, you know, a zoo for a hot minute there. Because that was the snake that uh, Harry let out in the first movie, you know? From oh. the, from the, uh, the zoo Was there. that Nagini? I, I didn't know that was Nagini. Yes. And I'm that's extra huh. weird because she was in a zoo. But I, it, this whole thing, like you said, it just muddies everything. It didn't need to be there. Like, there's no reason Nagini so had to be a person. Un- it was just so unnecessary. There was no purpose in having her be around. All it does is make things more complicated, which you didn't need to do. Oh, no, it was doing you a don't... perfectly good job of making things complicated on its own. I mean, like, I just don't understand why. Like, if you're going to do her, like, have her be around and, like, do this whole thing, you should have her be the devil on Credence's shoulder. You should have her be, like, secretly working for Grindelwald, and she's, like, manipulating Credence into, like, choosing Grindelwald, instead of having her be a nice person who sometimes turns into a snake. Like, like, why? Why is she in this movie? Why is she, as the character that she is, around? I, I just... I just can't. I cannot understand. Yeah, I don't know what okay. the creative decision was for having her in there, other than I think it was just more like, aha, old names coming back, you know? Yeah, it's not like, like it was important. It. Like, who cares about the origins like, of the goddamn snake? <laughs> Like you could you could have Nicholas Flamel be where he is mm-hmm. and it's just like, huh, kinda weird, but I could see it. It yeah, makes of, kinda sense. Of the cameos, Nicholas Flamel was the one I hated the least because we never saw him before and he was an old acquaintance of 
uh, Dumbledore, as far as I understand it. And yeah, they were. They and, were old friends. Yeah, so I don't have an issue, really, with him being there. I do take issue with the fact that he's apparently immortal, but whatever. I mean, I mean, fuck no, it, but... that was established. The the philosopher's stone like lets you live indefinitely, and it's only he only dies when he gives up the philosopher's stone because he doesn't want it anymore because he wants to die. Is that what happens? That I was... figured he just died because he's part of this posse of characters now, and he will absolutely be dead by the end of the what the fifth movie you said. No, he, he can't be because he he dies at the in the first book in the first Harry Potter book. Does he? He. Yeah, he cannot die in this in oh. these movies. Okay, well, then unless no they want them. to, unless they want to make things even more confusing. I mean, I guess they could. Fuck it. Why the hell not? Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no canon. There's no established characters. There's no timeline. Everything. Nothing is chaos. matters. <laughs> Nothing matters. And and your fan theories are wrong. That's that's what I got from this movie. I mean, I get the sense that J.K. Rowling does not give a shit about you or your fantasies, Adam. I'm just, I, I just like. She just wrote this, accidentally this movie, successful books. Th- this movie is a super boring. I, that's something I, we haven't talked about. But oh like, yeah, it's boring too. Nothing happens in this movie for such a long time that like I checked my watch like three times because I was so bored. Nothing was going on. Like I was just like, dude. And like I and like I said in the very beginning of this review, it only got somewhat interesting at the end. Like the end was kind of yep. interesting. Because it was the only bit of development that we got. And it's just like, dude, come on. Like, like I just... Ugh. So yeah, this movie is painfully, painfully boring. And it's confusing. And I, I, I kind of hate it. I kind of low-key hate it. And I feel really bad saying that. Because it seems like everybody involved, like all the actors, like really cared. And like were doing as good a job as they could. And well, it's not their fault. JK... It sucks. And and then J.K. Rowling just shit the bed, <laughs> and it's just like I I oh oh I mean I don't I don't know. Do you have, what else do you have to yes, say? like this movie is just J.K. Rowling like saying to either herself or everyone around that she can do no wrong, and it's just yep. this movie is just like excess. That's all it is. It's it's just it's excess. Like, Yes, this, it's, it's this just movie. rolling in its own filth, excited to be here because it is a genius, <laughs> and anything you don't understand means that you were not ready to watch this movie. That's all it means. <laughs> yeah, like, this movie is, like, I, I said it before, but I'll say it again. This movie is so full of itself. Oh, yeah. It's so convinced of its own righteousness and how fascinating its characters are and how fascinating their origins are and all of this fucking bullshit and guess what no it isn't no it is not it is it is the worst reviewed film or the worst reviewed harry potter film to date it has the worst rotten tomato score and it fucking deserves it oh yeah because i'm really mad at this movie Oh, I just, God. I okay. just, all I really ask of these stupid movies, well, is to not exist, but if we stuck with them, <laughs> then just make them about the Fantastic Beasts. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I just, yes. I would not mind a movie that involved much more of that lion dragon thing, because when it did show up, like, when he popped the suitcase and it was fighting all those cartoon cats, that was pretty cool. It was neat. <laughs> I liked it. I liked that too. It was cool. To, to, and, like, I liked the weird kelp dragon thing. I thought that was neat. Yeah, none of those I, things I show liked... up. Every, okay, I, you know what? I just thought of, I thought of a movie. Here's what you do. So, you know how he's got this big dumb suitcase? Or he's got, like, the apartment, you know, that's, like, full of 
stuff because it's got that ever-expanding territory thing that all their yeah. buildings have. Here's what you do. You got, like, a, a nature preserve that's in, like, I don't know, a bank or something, wherever muggles hang out but don't go near the whatever. You just have, like, a thing in there. Like you were saying, have some magical poachers, and then just do like a. Do you remember that episode of Doctor Who where the TARDIS crashes, and then those Junker guys and the Doctor go into the TARDIS, and he says yes. the self destruct thing? Just do that, but instead of like rock monsters from future timelines, just make it mythical monsters mm-hmm. and poachers, and we can just do cool shit with that. Like maybe there's a super bitchin' hippogriff in there, and he gets to ride it into battle and shoot lightning bolts at the guys so who have much, their own like... army of evil Team Rocket Pokemon. Like, the, the the magical beasts in both of these movies, both of the Fantastic Beasts movies, are really cool. They're really, really awesome, cool-looking animals, and I love their designs. And I just want a movie about that. I completely agree with everything you're saying. Like, there's so much you can do with that. Like, don't have the plot be this, this huge, you know, world-changing thing. Just have it be small. Have it be small and focus on just a few characters and they're going and they're, they're fighting against beats, beasts and stuff and like have it be emotional and like make me actually care. It's not hard. You have you have like like sprinkles of good ideas in these movies. There is potential. You just have to stop trying to do everything at once and just focus on one thing at a time. Like just calm the fuck down, J.K. Rowling. You're Seriously. not as clever as you think you are. You have good ideas, but you're they're not as good as you think they are. That's that I guess that's the, that's the moral of this story here. Like there is potential and I will see the next movie that that gets released whatever the yeah, fuck it's called. I, I, don't care. I will I will see it and there it could be good. I could see it being good. That like the the foundation is laid for potentially interesting stories. You just have to not try to tell them all at once in the most boring way possible. Right? That's all. That's all, that's all you got to do. And pacing. Fucking pacing, JK. Okay? Like don't tell me everything about the history of a character in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Don't do that. That's bad pacing. I cuz it's too much to take in at once. It's very simple. This is basic storytelling. Like like come on, dude. Jesus Christ. Okay, so I, I don't really have anything else to well, say. Well, hang on. So I want to talk re- about one more thing. Okay. Um, so the – I don't know if you remember this, but when uh, <laughs> Newt gets called into this ministry's office or at the round table and those other guys are sitting there, they kind of offhandedly mention how uh, the wizarding world has been at peace with the muggles for a century. Yeah. I want to unpack that because, A, that means <laughs> that somewhere 100 years ago or up to 100 years ago – Wizards and muggles knew about each other, and that's like one or two generations away. People would still talk about that, and people would still mm-hmm. know. Second, there is no way, any conceivable way, that any kind of magical society, especially the ones depicted in the Harry Potter universe, who are literal gods, would deign to lower themselves to having any kind of treaty with the humans. Grindelwald is 100% goddamn right. They should be in charge. They should have an authoritarian, iron-fisted rule over the non-magic people because there is no reason for them to have any reason to compromise. They should be in charge. Absolutely. They wouldn't die to bullets because they can do anything. Humans have no chance and they should be made into pack mules for the wizards because they would be way more powerful. You're sounding a bit like a wizard Nazi right now, Steve. That's what, you know that. but they should be that. 
That's what makes sense. There's no way I mean, they just turn around one day like, you know what? I think we and the humans have a lot in common. They have to carry stuff by hand. We can levitate <laughs> things with our mind. We're not so different, you and I. There's no way. <laughs> I don't buy it. Like, there's, it's one thing to think that, like, maybe they're afraid of the humans rebelling against them because, you know, nukes and shit. Because they seem to have to have not gone past the 16th century with their technology. Because, like, in the Harry Potter movies, when they showed them, they have – because we only saw from the students' perspective, they don't really do anything that impressive. Like, their spells are pretty limited, you know, when Guardian Leviosa is not going to end the world, you know? No. But in these later movies, we're seeing actual, like, godlike abilities causing lightning storms and teleporting and all that kind of shit. And it's like, there is nothing any mortal army can do against one of these fuckers. Like, do you remember in the end of the first movie when they just, like, made force fields and lightning blasts to fight the Obscurus and then they just shot their neuralizer beams into the sky and it made it rain, forgetful rain? Like, th <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely no chance any human rebellion would be successful. Like, it can't happen. I have no idea what they're afraid of. I don't buy it What for one minute. That is interesting. I, I, I mean, I agree. See, that's the thing, is this, the, like, the Harry Potter universe is a fun universe, but it's for kids. Mm -hmm. And if you take it too seriously and if you think about it too hard, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But this movie like, was really not for kids. No, it wasn't. Like, like this feels like J.K. Rowling. Uh, uh, I say this, I keep saying the same things in different ways, but this feels like J.K. Rowling trying to, like, pat herself on the back and be like, oh, man, my world is so interesting, and, you know, it can be adult, too. And no, no, it can't, because it doesn't actually work when you mm -hmm. think about you it. you stop like, to investigate you, it. There is no reason for the wizards to give a shit about the humans because they can do literally anything. They can take over their minds at ease. Yeah, seriously, they showed us hurt them doing that in this very movie. Yeah, like it's 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 because like it's I, I so know stupid. I, I know Grindelwald throws up the big flash forward thing. It's like ah, World War Two happens, and it's like. The humans are sitting there and they're like ah, oh, no, well the one human in the room is like ah, oh, another war, but. Assuming that the wizards were not a part of that fiasco because they don't appear to be affected by that. And if there were wizards in World War One, we'd know about it. Because if a dude is taking out a stick and shooting lightning blasts at uh, <laughs> oncoming foreigners, that's going to be news, you know? Unless they just yeah. forgetified, every, uh, you know, stupefied or whatever it's called, everybody. Uh, Obliviate. Whatever, that one. If they just did all that shit to everybody, but that's ridiculous. So, I mean, clearly the wizards were not involved in World War One. Fine. But that means that, what, they're, like, afraid of nukes? Like, I don't... No. <laughs> no! <laughs> Whatever. The I, point is that it doesn't make you. any goddamn sense. And it really bothers me. And another thing that bothers me about the Harry Potter universe is how you can have a Harry Potter wizard born from two non-wizards, because apparently they're a different species, but that, that question will never be answered. I mean, I think the idea is that humans and wizards are not different species. It's just that, like, some humans have this inborn ability to, like, manipulate the world around them. Like, they're not... But why is it supposed... a separate society, then? Why isn't it... Just, I don't why aren't they well, just living just side by that's side? Just the way, that's just the way that, they, that it works. That's just the way that they set it up. But, but how do you know you're they're, a wizard? They're all if you humans. Have, if you have human parents and you're born a wizard like Hermione was, how did Hermione find out about wizard stuff? She was sent a letter by uh, Well, that's got – but that reveals the wizarding world to muggles then. What if they didn't want to be a part of it? They're adults. They've spent their entire lives thinking that there's no magic in the world. And you're going to drop this bomb on them when their kid turns 11? It's like, oh, by the way, magic exists, and we're taking it's, your kid. Dude, 
It's like men in black rules, okay? All they gotta do is invite the kid invite the kid in. If the parents say say no or whatever, then just you know, just flashy thing them, and then there you go. Oblivious, bing bang boom. Just, it doesn't matter. I just need to see a pundit square on the genealogy of wizards to know if it's like a recessive or dominant trait and uh you I don't know, know when when and if you can become maybe it one. has to do with their souls steve maybe it, maybe maybe it's, maybe it's midichlorians i don't know maybe it's it maybe it's got yeah it's 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 to the <laughs> the the wills the wills will it um <laughs> whatever the, I, I have nothing know. else to say i don't know about this goddamn movie yeah i i have nothing else to say so i'm ready to the ver- for the verdicts okay i am ready okay so i mean okay i we gave the first movie a five that's what we gave the first one. Yep. This is I, I definitely want to go lower than five. Yep. So I'm thinking uh, there were some things I enjoyed. So I'm. Yeah, thinking, it did have little speckles of things I was okay with. Like I enjoyed so, some interpretations of characters or how they were portrayed. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, me too. So I'm gonna go with three. Does three sound good to you? Wow, I was actually gonna shoot for four, but I'll meet you with three if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird being the negative one, but like I well, really I just want to give care. credit to the people that tried to make the best out of this dung heap because I don't think it's like, anybody I, else's fault. I want to give them credit and like I don't blame them. I think that the actors all did a very fine job, but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that the film is is awful. All right, it's fuck it, boring. three. I am totally it, fine to it, go it's, lower. It's Adam. boring. It I doesn't will make never sense. Never argue for a higher number. <laughs> So like no I I I want to do three Bam, I just three, do there it is done so at most I could do three and a half maybe if I felt like it but I I no fuck it three three All three right. out of ten this is the worst reviewed film the worst film we've ever reviewed this is our most scathing review to date is it so what was before this um I think that we I think it was Fantastic Beasts oh um, yeah that sounds right it was five yeah, that sounds right. Because it wasn't now good it's either. Fantastic Beasts 2, which is a 3. Well, that means so, when the third one comes out, it will just be a 1 because of the rate of progression. <laughs> and when the fifth one, and when the last one comes out, we'll be getting into the ne- negative numbers. It'll be awesome. I'm I, looking forward to that one. We'll start grading it with letters because if we use numbers, <laughs> it would still be too high. Or like exclamation point points two. or something. Point 0.2. Oh, there you go. Let's go to decimal places. Can we please? If it sucks <laughs> that bad... If it sucks that bad, sure. We'll, How come we'll no one ever it. uses 0. .5? Like, you know, you can do like five and a half, but you never see like zero and a half. You know, I'd like That's to see a point yeah, five I never review. Thought about that, but I want, I want to see that. Like, well, I don't want to see the thing. It's reviewed, dude. That would be but... like a that would be like a movie that I watched and then it like it, it like it like punched me in the face while yeah, I was watching it. Yeah, it'd be like a movie it. that was entirely about or filled with hate crimes and child murdering. <laughs> And then at one time at the end, they're like, all right, everyone gets a free pack of Smarties. I'd be like, oh, okay. I like Smarties. <laughs> okay, there you go. That, that, that's that's what it is. But so when that know, movie man. comes out, we're going to see it. When when that movie comes that out? Movie with comes the Smarties? Out. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, the Smarties okay. one. Well, the hate crime and baby murdering one. Okay, okay. But the three Smarties out of ten, come after. Three out of ten, our worst reviewed film of all time so far. What an honor. Uh, which is just so okay, great. Well, hang on. This is an auspicious moment. This is an auspicious moment, Adam. We have to come up with some kind of, like, thing to award this movie for being the shittest. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Um, like, I don't know. Should we just call it, like, the shittiest? No, like, that's... You, no, like, no, we gotta do something no? better than okay. that. This will be the... Okay. Alright, what do you think of this? The Critically Complained Perpetual Dog Shit Award. 
Oh, I love it. Which you Steve, will have in perpetuity until something worse comes out. So the the wait, say that again for me so I can remember. The critically so the, complained perpetual dog shit award. The, the critically complained perpetual dog shit award award. I love it. Alright. So yeah, so congratulations, Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of Grindelwald. You have been awarded <laughs> the, the very critically first. complained the critically complained perpetual dog shit award. <laughs> Which you will hold in perpetuity until the, that movie I talked about before with the Smarties comes out. Congratulations. You may thank me. <laughs> okay, so those are the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye!